Welcome to Caffeine, Crime and Canines, a podcast brought to you by two girls who love their dogs, love coffee, but most importantly, love true crime. Seconds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I put it like four or something. Oh my god! Surely not. I, I don't even know how this thing works. Mm, anyway, um, should we? Oh, hang on. Give me one sec. Vic scratching at the door. I might actually leave him in with me today. Yeah, that's all right. You want to come podcast? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just scream out to my mum. Yes. Hey, mum. I've got Vic. He's with me. Yeah. Like we're going to have to, like, make out like we're <laughs> no, <that's all> right. <laughs> reconnecting. All right, come on. All right. Um, all right, so should we start from, from scratch? Yeah. <laughs> you go first. All right. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. There's a bit of your technical difficulty this morning. <laughs> <laughs> what is new with you? Well, I was going to tell you something that has oh. sent me over the edge this morning. Okay. It's actually been for the whole week. I got a new phone cover, like just literally a clear cover. Yeah. Which I always have on my phone. I don't know mm. what the heck, if it's the brand, what has happened, but my fingers are like bruised because I cannot, <laughs> you know, the buttons, like the volume bu- buttons and like. Oh, the, you can't um, push it. No. Oh, my God. And it sent me over the edge, Lockie. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is freaking annoying the crap out of me. I'm going to have to go get another one. I actually bought a new phone case. I'm waiting for it to be sent from America. Do you – you may not have watched it, but have you watched Summer House? It's like a reality show. No. What is that? It's like um, – it's Bravo. Like it's that Bravo channel. Brand. Yeah. yeah. And um, they like have a house in the Hamptons and they like go there for the summer and it's just like a reality show. It's actually really good, but they all have these phone cases, right? All these girls, they're like for iPhones, but they're like completely square. Really? Yeah. And they're so cool. So I ordered one for me and my sister from America. I'm still waiting for it to come. I'll have to send them to you because they're really cool. I freaking love that. Yeah. You definitely have to show me. I don't yeah. even know. I can't even picture what you're like. Yeah. What I'm thinking, I'll, you know? I'll send it to you now while I'm thinking about it. But um, yeah, they're so cool. So I'm waiting for that to come. But yeah. Don't you feel yeah. like when you get a new case, it feels like you have a new phone? Yes. And I got the screen replaced as well. So I was just like loving life until obviously I realized that the freaking side buttons don't even work. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what the thing is? It wasn't even like a POV. Like it's not like I bought it off like Amazon or like a $2 shop. Like I actually went and got it from one of those phone stores. That's what annoyed me oh, the most. You should return it. Do you reckon? Yeah, I would. Maybe I should try. I don't think I'm going to be bothered. I'm just so angry. But anyway, that's that's enough about my phone case story. <laughs> um, before I forget to tell you, I just wanted to share some exciting news. We have got... 570 plays on the Marion Barter update episode. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. Yeah, that's like our record. It's like the most plays on an episode. And obviously it's happened in the last, you know, week. So like that's huge. That is so exciting. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Did you see, because I, um, I don't know if you saw that Alison Sandy actually tweeted about our episode. So yeah. That's probably where we've got it. Where we've come you know, from. Yeah, exactly. But they, you know, all the new listeners should stay around because, yes, you know, (laughs) we're pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, yeah, I have something. Else? Oh, yeah. Yes, I do have something for you. Mm. So, Lockie, this, honestly, it's weird that this has happened. So, this has come up twice now in the last, like, 24 hours. But I totally want to share, one, this story with you, even though it's probably because, obviously, it's going to drop um, – like our episode's going to drop and we've recorded a little bit early. So it might be a bit of old news, but I still think it's important, right? Yeah. So Bite Size Crime, they're on Instagram, um, like we follow them on Instagram. They put up a thing on their stories yesterday and I have to share it, right? Okay. So apparently there was an, uh, there's an actress by the name of Hannah Rose May. Do you know who that is? No. Oh, she's some actress. She's in like ballers, you know, that um, TV oh, yeah. show with The Rock. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So she went to a Disney event and this has just happened like this week. Um, And she went, so she went to an event at Disneyland, right? And while she was there, she got a notification on her find my, like on my find my app. I think it's like a, for your iPhone. Yeah. Anyway, it was a warning saying that she was carrying an item that was sharing her location and it had been tracking her for two hours. And do you know what it freaking was? It was an air tag. Oh, those Apple tags? Yep. And they were originally made for keys. Yeah. People are using them and putting them, like, like slipping them in girls' bags or whatever it is to track them. Oh, my God. And it looks like a little coin. How freaking creepy is that? That is very creepy. And apparently, like, in the comments it says that it was, it's, like, really common in L.A. Like, this is being oh. used, like, do you know what I mean, in L.A. to track people. Yeah. But apparently if you have the Find My app on your phone, it will pop up and tell you. Oh, that's okay. that's good. It is, but I think it took two hours for it to obviously notify her. So it depends, I guess. I mean, I wish you could, like, shorten that time span because sometimes you're not at one place for two hours. Yeah, exactly. Wow. But I know, but I think that Apple have also made like a um, app for Android phones and it's called Tracker Detector. Uh, okay. So that's if you don't have the iPhone because how freaking creepy. So it will notify you if something's tracking you. Jesus. Freaking Warning crazy. out there for anyone yeah. that's got those freaking. And the wow. reason why so that I saw that last night and I was reading about it, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, this morning I woke up, my brother, because my brother's left for Europe and he and his friend left and his friends lost his luggage. Oh. And obviously I'm leaving in like two weeks. Yeah. So I was like, what am I going to do? And anyway, apparently like I was Googling, they're like, get an Apple, that thing that I was just telling you about the air tag. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so funny because I was just reading about it last night and now I'm going to go buy one for my luggage. Yeah, because um, I actually read a story of this guy who, like, had all, like, he must have, I don't know what he did for work, but he had, like, really full-on computers, like, for his job, right? And yeah. he flew on a plane and they lost his luggage. Oh. And he obviously was, like, devastated because he had, like, you know, thousands of dollars worth of equipment, but he found his luggage in the airport with some location tracking thing. Like he went to the airport stuff and he's like, it's right here. Like, can we go and find it? And they found it. Wow. Yes. Apparently that's like the new thing now. Like if you're going away, cause especially cause airports are so short staffed. Yeah. So many people's luggage is like going missing. I would die. Cause my mom's like, just don't pack things you want. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. Like everything, I like I want everything that's gonna go in my suitcase. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. You should get one. So yeah, I'm gonna go get one today. Awesome. Um, but yeah, that's about it on my end. Yeah, I'm a bit more. I'm not boring, but I'm trying to have a lazy day today because uni starts for me on Monday. Really? Yep. So I'm trying to get back into the swing of it. 
That's exciting, Lockie. Yeah, you are a gun, honestly. You, you are, like, amazing. I'm actually quite excited to start it. And it's, like, because um, it's my master's, not a bachelor, it's a lot more flexible. Like, it's not like I've got, like, assignments due all the time. Like, I just have, like, one assessment due at the end. That is so, so you can just work towards yeah, it sort of so thing it's in your like, own time. Yeah, it's a lot more flexible, which will be good with Elsie. But, yeah, I feel like you love learning. Like I do love yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Like I put the TV on for Elsie sometimes in the mornings and I put on like all these science shows, like trying to get her into science. <laughs> but like I really don't think she likes it. Like she's into like the classic shows. Like um, this morning she liked Fireman Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to get her to watch these like really cool science shows, but she's not into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you told me, you're like, hey, I'm going to download. What, was it an app or a game? Oh, yeah, to play. teach you how to code. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's what I'm learning about. That is so cool. Yeah, so, you know, one day I might be able to, like, Help make it. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but oh, any right. other news? No? No, let's, let's do it. I think. Yeah, let's dive yeah. in. Yes. Police are hoping a $100,000 reward will help solve the murder of an intellectually disabled woman. Crystal Fraser was due to give birth just days before she went missing. Three years on and there's still no sign of the 23-year-old. She's never made contact with her family. She's just off two days giving birth to a child, um, she's just disappeared off the face of the earth. That's despite many efforts to find her remains. Detectives think she was murdered and believe a $100,000 reward could help catch the killer. It's quite possible that the father of the unborn child is responsible in this case. On the night she disappeared, Crystal arrived back in Pyramid Hill on a train at 8.40pm. She was last seen at a friend's house an hour later. And that's the last sighting of Crystal that we've had. At midnight, she received a call on her mobile from a public phone box in Leechville. Homicide detectives believe the person that made that call from Leechville knows what happened to Crystal. While they never found her mobile phone, they hope someone in the community comes forward with information. Crystal's parents are desperate to know what happened to their daughter and unborn grandchild. Her mother posting a message online saying, we all live in limbo waiting for news and pray for answers soon. Jade Vincent, 10 News. All right, so today we are uh, talking about the case of Crystal Fraser and I'm going to do a bit of a warning. It's probably not going to be an overly long episode today because there isn't a lot of info on this case, but we did want to cover it because it was requested by a listener, Karina. Yes, so it was requested by Alison at Shady Lady. So thank you for the recommendation. Yeah, it's a very interesting case. So I, I didn't know about it. So, um, yeah, so we wanted to cover it because it was requested, but also it's a 13-year-old mystery. So obviously any exposure is good. Um, but, yeah, it's crazy. It was, hey? it's, it was the anniversary only like a month ago as well. So yeah. it's sad that, like you said, it's been like this case has been ongoing for 13 years and there's literally no information about it. Yeah. And no closer. But I think there's a little bit of movement happening at the moment with some inquests and things, but we'll get into that later in the episode. Yes. 
So Crystal Fraser was 23 years old at the time of her disappearance. She was from Pyramid Hill, uh, which is kind of north, northern Victoria. Um, For reference, it's about 80 kilometres from Bendigo. Um, One kind of creepy fact is that she was heavily pregnant, like full-term pregnant when she disappeared. Um, She was like due to have her baby like the days after she disappeared. And this has got a bit of conflicting information. Some reports say she was due to give birth the day after she disappeared and others say a few days after she disappeared. But either way. Within days. Within days. And this isn't known whether this was her, like, due date or she was being induced or whatever, not sure. Yeah. Um, so on June the 20th, 2009, Crystal, who was intellectually impaired, it was reported she had the mental capacity of a teenager. She was visiting the Bendigo Hospital for some maternal care um, and she had checked herself out of the hospital against medical advice. Um, There was reportedly some minor complications with her baby. Um, Her baby was a boy who she was going to call Ryan. I think she was really excited about her baby though. Like yeah, yeah. From from my understanding, she you know she was excited just having him. Like it was going to be a boy, and she was all ready for it. But she did not tell anyone who the father was. No, crazy. Yeah, and still to this day. We don't know who the father is. Yeah. Um, so she was, yeah, she was in hospital in Bendigo, which I think is the closest kind of major hospital, you know, to Pyramid Hill. Um, and I did read a report that the doctors were a bit concerned about her giving birth because she was quite slim. So oh. I don't know if when they say she was due to give birth the day after, maybe she was going to be induced or have a scheduled C-section or something, but apparently that's what they were a bit worried about. Yeah. Um, her grandma noticed that since she became pregnant, she was a, she kind of became a bit of a different person. Um, she said she was like usually quite outgoing, which she wasn't as much so when she was pregnant, which, you know, pregnancy can affect people in different ways. But like you said, she was really excited. So that's really odd. Yeah. So she checked herself out of hospital um, and she told the hospital staff that she was going because she was attending a party in the country town of Kahuna. And Kahuna is a small country town. It's located in the north of Victoria, kind of close to like the Victoria-New South Wales border, and it's a a one-and-a-half-hour drive from Bendigo, from, from where she was. So she reportedly took the V-Line train. She boarded at Bendigo and got off at Pyramid Hill. Um, And this train arrived in Pyramid Hill at 8.40 p.m. She then walked from the station to her, like, unit that she lived in, in Pyramid Hill. Um, And then she went from there to an acquaintance's house for the evening. I find it so weird that they don't give names and they call, they don't say a friend, they say an, an acquaintance. acquaintance. Yeah. Like Which I find weird. that interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. And like there's heaps of like police um, press conferences on the internet and they, for the whole 13 years, they've kept calling this an, acquaint- an acquaintance's house. Yes. Acquaintance's house, which is just odd, right? It's I, also I, so weird that she walked from the station to her house full term. Yeah, is it was it far? I'm not sure how far, but but no, definitely. Yeah, and you know, it's definitely odd either way. Uncomfortable. Like you, yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially you think she'd if she be had resting. Problems. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So Crystal was last seen. So the last sighting of her was when she was leaving the home of this acquaintance in Albert Street, Pyramid Hill. And this was at about 9.30 p.m. that night. So with the timing of when the train got in, she obviously wasn't there for that long. Um, She was reportedly wearing an orange top, black tracksuit pants and a camo baseball cap. Mm. And the flat that she lived in in Pyramid Hill was reportedly like a housing department unit. So like a a government housing and she lived there alone. So um, after Are we thinking she's going back home now? I don't know. Yeah, there's just there's not enough in, like a lot of info. That's I'm like just asking you. Your yeah. Thoughts. Well, so sorry. I'll get into this and then maybe we'll talk about that. So yeah. she received a forty second phone call to her mobile phone, and this was made from a public phone booth located outside the Le- Leechville Post Office. And Leechville is another little town, another little country town, um, like ten minutes away from Kahuna. Mm-hmm. Um, so she received this call to her mobile at 11.59 p.m. Police have said that they know who made this phone call, um, but they haven't released who that is. And they also made a note that in the month or so before she disappeared, a number of calls were made from this exact phone booth to Crystal's mobile phone. And I also heard in one of their press conferences that – after her disappearance, no one at that phone booth ever called her again. Yeah. So they, whoever called her obviously knew she had disappeared or had passed away. Yeah, he's like the number one suspect. Yeah. And also as well, this these phone calls that were being made from the phone booth, one was made the day before she disappeared and one was made while she was in hospital mm. and then one was made at 11.59 that night. So I think police are thinking that, these phone calls are like she was either told about this party or, you know, like they were trying to get her to Kahuna. Yeah. Can I tell you that the, you'd think that the person would be local to that phone booth because if they're making multiple calls hours apart, it's not like they're just like what would they be doing, just waiting around? Or you think they're popping back, like they're home and then they're like, I've got a caller, so then they're popping back out. You know, that's, I feel like that makes more sense than them just hanging around this one phone booth. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It is. Um, so police believe that whoever made this phone call was having a relationship with her, um, was most likely the father of her baby and was um, most likely may have had another relationship, like may have had a wife and kids or whatever. Yeah. And they use this phone booth just to kind of mask the whole relationship. Yeah, so then like her number doesn't come up on their phone bills and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like – that oh, it makes sense like it completely makes sense yeah it does so crystal regularly chatted in chat rooms apparently she like was pretty attached to her phone and she was like regularly on the internet and she chatted in chat rooms a lot um i think they think this is where she met the father of her baby mm. and she used to use like a few different names in these chat rooms one was her actual name crystal fraser Another was Crystal Frazier, so spelt a little different, F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And she also used the name Kylie Wright. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. So after this kind of phone call that she got from the phone booth at 11.59, at around 2.49 a.m., her phone pinged a tower in the Leechville area. 
so close to where the phone booth actually was. And between the hours of 1 a.m. and 2.49, her phone was using the internet. So she was on her phone or someone was on her phone, um, but they don't know what site specifically were visited or what she was doing on there, but it's known that her phone was active in those hours. Exactly. Because they don't have the actual physical phone, because if they had the phone, they'd be able to track what, what sites were visited. I'd say so. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I think like nowadays with the cloud and all that stuff, you could probably tell, but back yeah. then I doubt it. I think she had like an old school like Samsung flip phone. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, was it a Blackberry? Because that's like my Blackberry days. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had a Blackberry as well at some point. That was so good. That BB Messenger, you know, like yeah, chat with other. That. <laughs> <laughs> so just for a bit of reference with all these little towns. So Pyramid Hill was 40 kilometres south of Kahuna. Leechville is 15 kilometres southeast of Kahuna. So they're kind of in a little triangle. And Kahuna and Leechville are a 10-minute drive apart. Um, so no body has been found. Her phone hasn't been found and none of her belongings have been found. She has not used her phone since um, the night of her disappearance and she hasn't accessed any of her bank accounts. Um she reportedly told a friend of hers as well that she feared the father of her baby would harm her if she gave birth. So I think the story of why she disappeared is pretty clear. Yeah. That the father of her baby didn't want her to have this baby. Um, and like you said before, Crystal's family didn't know the father of her baby and this has never been released. I don't think anyone knows. See, that's freaking nice. Hey, can I tell you something as well, which I actually could not believe is, you know that the number one cause of death in pregnant women is murder? Mm. Did you know that? Yeah, it's crazy, hey? Yeah. Like who, what sicko would kill a number one baby? <laughs> I know. Crazy. Especially like, oh, yeah, it's mad. But um, that is the number one cause of death. So I found that like a really interesting fact. Yeah. So, um. A few like little leads that happened as well. A 61-year-old Pyramid Hill man was taken in for questioning during the investigation, but police later released that he was not a suspect. Who that- is this guy? Like who are these people? Like I'm dying to know. Like I don't know if they just said he wasn't a suspect or they didn't have any evidence to make him a suspect, but like there obviously was something there to bring him in. But it's also hard. Yeah. as well. How does a 61-year-old and a 23-year-old have any... Thing in common. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly right. Weird. Which I mean, obviously. He would have been 50 actually. But still, it's still it's still um weird. And like that would go with the like whole thing, like maybe he did have another family or like I don't know. But this guy's obviously not a suspect, so we can't say that, you know. I feel like they're not releasing like a lot of names in this case either, because obviously there isn't much info. So I feel like if they start releasing names, everyone, like the public's going to be stuck on the names that are like released, if you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. And because it's a small town, everyone would know everyone. So you're automatically going to become a suspect in the town's eyes. That's probably why they're keeping all these names under wraps, I think. Yeah, and they've released a $1 million reward as well, I think, because – the 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 impression I get from the police is that they pretty much know what happened. There's just no evidence. Yeah. So the one million dollar reward is hopefully going to make someone come forward. Like in a small country town, one million dollars would change your life. Um, 
but you know this one million dollar reward was released years ago and nothing's came of it yeah my understanding is like exactly the same and not only that but it means that like you could give your information and then leave like you'd have enough money to sort of set yourself up out of that town so you're not known as like a snitch Mm. Because yep. from, like, a lot of the, like, even the comments that I'm, like, that I've seen on, like, articles or whatever it is, YouTube, a lot of them is that maybe this man is, like, well-known in the community and he was, like, a big part of the community and that's why no one's really saying anything. Mm, possibly. Which is nuts. Yeah. Um, so a coronial inquest is also um, starting on July the 11th this year. So one week before this episode drops or the two weeks before. So that will also be really interesting. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of all the information we have. So, like, a bit of a description. She was 167 centimetres tall. She had dark hair, crooked teeth and a deep voice. She wears glasses. And as we mentioned before, she was wearing an orange top, black tracksuit pants and a camo baseball cap. Yeah, and I I do want to get your thoughts on, like, what you think. Yeah, so I think 100% she's had a relationship with someone that's either a really high person in the community or has another family. Mm -hmm. They accidentally fell pregnant. He was not about it and she refused to um, give give it up, up, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then he coaxed her to Kahuna by saying there was a party going on. Yeah. I think. It's it's crazy that she'd leave the hospital to attend a party, but who knows what this guy has said to her. Exactly. And I think because she was a bit intellectually impaired, like maybe that whole kind of thought process didn't really Cross happen her mind. in her mind. Yeah. Yeah. I read some um, comments online and on Reddit as well, and I thought it was really interesting because apparently she used to run water for the local football club. Oh, yeah. And she was always smiling. She was there like every weekend. And some of the theories online are that maybe she actually started a relationship with someone from the football club, which I thought was a really like, I don't know, like interesting theory because she was always there. Everyone, you know, was saying how happy she was or whatever. But if it was someone from that sort of like, I don't know, like football, do you know what I mean? Like maybe he was, oh, who knows? Like I'm just putting stuff out there. But, yeah, um, yeah so that might be where she's met him as well. Yeah, possibly. And that would like sort of tie in with the strong community ties and things like that. Yeah. So another thing I had read online as well that it could even be like a local drug dealer. Oh, yeah. Because, like, and this isn't confirmed, but a few people have said that maybe she was, like, dabbing in a bit of, like, drug drugs yeah, before she fell pregnant. So that would sort of tie in with that as well. So it just – and you know what? Like, it sounds crazy, but, like, I really think, like, a drug dealer is more likely to kill someone than a football. Like, you know what I mean? Like – yeah, and also kind of have no regard for the baby. Exactly. Oh, and sorry, one other th- one other theory I read online as well is that it could even be like, like, did anyone give any like home home births around that area, mm. around that time? Like, is that baby still alive and just being raised by a different family? Do you think the baby's still alive? I don't. I don't either. Cause, cause I, think I think the baby was the reason why she's been killed. Yeah, yeah, I hundred percent agree. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but that's interesting. Imagine if you were that boy. Imagine yeah, if you are a little boy and you have no idea 
that you are you're yeah. her son oh 13 you'd be 13 but and that's the thing right like let's just say you're evil but you're not that evil like i'm pretty sure that if let's just say the baby could have survived and you've just given it up like as in giving it to someone who wanted a baby it's, yeah I, I feel like it's not impossible that that's happened yeah i don't know Crazy. it's pretty hardcore hardcore case like yeah and i think like because the reward has been released years ago and still no one's come forward. I unfortunately don't think anyone ever will. Yeah. I think like we just don't know. But like I money's think... not that not gonna push them. Do you know nah. what I mean? It has to be something else. No. Nah. And then but it'll be interesting when the coronial inquest is finished and what comes out, like whether they name any new suspects or whether like I think they'll definitely rule that she's deceased. Yeah. But you know, sometimes new suspects can come out of these inquests. So you will look at how much came out from um, Marion Barter. Like, yeah. So I feel like yeah, hopefully, hopefully there's something. something for her family. Yeah, so if you have any information on Crystal's disappearance, you can call Crime Stoppers on 1-800-333-000. Um, like we mentioned at the start of the episode, this was a listener request. So if you have a case you want us to cover, send us a message on Instagram. Our Instagram handle is at Caffeine Crime and Canines. And until next week, Lucky. Until next week. Bye. Bye.